Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome to another episode of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here, and we have a guest this week, uh, our second lady to join us right here on the show, Amber Coot, sports reporter at News 8 in Connecticut. She was kind enough to call, come all the way down, even though it's not that far, from Connecticut uh, <laughs> to join us. She's also the person who didn't have to drive out here. I know, I didn't have to do the drive, right? But she, she, I, I had to come down here. You had to. To pick up my bib. And we'll get to, we'll get to why okay, you had sorry. to come down here. We'll get to that right. in a second. Um, she also is a researcher for ESPN The Magazine and freelance writer. And she is going to run in the marathon, uh, which is on Sunday here uh, in New York City, which is, a, which is a goal of mine to do someday. After I fully rehab my Achilles, that's a whole nother story. It is? That will get into. Yeah, I've always had that goal. Why is this the first time I'm hearing about it? Because I didn't care to share that with you. Or you're lying. This is <laughs> my, I'm not lying. <laughs> Why would I be lying about that? This is my question. Why yeah, do ahead. you want to run the New York City Marathon? Because I like to do things where I'm pushing myself to do things that may, either my body hasn't done before or mentally I haven't done before. I just like doing stuff like that. So if it's something that is a fear, something I'd like to push myself to do. So the marathon is an intense challenge, 26 and a half miles. Yes. Um, I know it's no joke. Um, so yeah, I like to do, I like to see if I could do it. You didn't see what I was doing. No, I didn't see it. Brian probably was like, forget that. He doesn't believe me. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I really I really want to do it, but it's not, it's not about me. You got to um, lay it down a year. You got to be like, I want to do it this year. Yo, so and then my, work up to it. So my goal was to do it by was time I was 35. Um, that is next year, so I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I mean, it's still gonna happen. So never know. Breaking news: Dexter finally revealed his age on the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about your age, young and innocent. <laughs> so that's that. Um, Amber is also a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Read it the way I wrote it. Here in this, uh, a sorry Jacksonville Jaguars Whoa. fan, which is, which is what Ryan said. Pause. Pause. Sorry. She is, we'll get into this, a Deontay Wilder doubter, and she's a baseball hater. Yes. So we want to know all about this. Why? I told you. I told you. She is this. What makes Amber Amber? But um, Can I Am just say that's like very negative? Like all three of those points were like I'm going to be negative. honest with you. I did not write this. So this, this, this was not. 1,000%. Oh, God. This, this, see, setting me up. Setting me up to be a negative person. I, you know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with that. So I'm gonna reread it and say, Jacksonville Jaguars fan, Deontay Wilder skeptic, 
and not a person who's not a huge fan of baseball. See, and that this, sounds better, right? Yeah, See, good. this High this there you go. This rings true to what I tell people when they ask about us. I always say between the two of us, Dexter's the nice person. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, nice I think I'm a pretty nice too. person. I I'm think all right. so. I'm alright. I already tell you, Halo is always hanging on top of I, it. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far. I would I would put that. Did there. you hear me before we started this podcast? The language I was using. All right, we ain't got to talk about that. Yeah. Let's anyway. Not, let's not. Any, anyway, Amber uh, is a sports reporter at News 8 uh, in Connecticut. You cover a lot of local sports, like I do myself yeah. uh, for News 12, so we have that in common. Um, talk to us about what you do at News 8 in Connecticut. So right now I'm covering high school football. So it's football season. It's really big up in UConn. So every Friday night I'll do a package. So I like to focus on something upbeats sort of like the student section or the band or something where I can kind of connect with the people that go to the games and mm. then I'll either grab highlights from those highlights run over to another game get highlights and then uh, come in with other sports anchors at the job and we'll put together a show our Friday nights are, are pretty similar in that regard go. I do the same thing out in New Jersey um, and it's pretty busy and you know how the fans can be crazy Insane. Insane with the high school football. Insane. Now, when this happens to me a lot. When you're walking along the sideline, how many times do people yell, hey, News 8, hey, News. they don't even call you by your name. It's just like, you're News 8 or you're News 12 or whatever. How much does that happen to you? They won't even say News 8. They'd be like, you can't get some of the fans. You yeah. can't get some of the oh, fans. Oh and then you just, the only thing I do is I just smile and I don't say anything and I just keep it moving. But, you know, just getting the attention, them knowing that we're there is fine. I like it. Everybody wants attention from journalists. All, and it, it's annoying sometimes being a journalist. That, sometimes that can you be just really gotta annoying. give it to them. Even if you don't use the footage, just right. pan over to them, say. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I do. I don't even, sometimes I don't, hopes sometimes I don't even hit record. I shouldn't even say that, but I don't. I, yo! I don't even hit record. secrets out here. They'll be like, yo, you gonna put me on TV? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Unless they do something really wild, like jump in front of a yeah. player at the football game. Oh, wow. Or be the sister that, you know, ran up to their brother when they scored the touchdown. That's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that's, a little, that's a little too much. I don't know about that. But Brian, you don't, you're not in that world. Of covering the Friday night football. No. But by, cho by, by choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Let's move on to ESPN. So people may have heard that in the title and they're like, wow, oh my gosh, he's with ESPN. So uh, what about the stuff that you do there? And particularly, what I want to know is the writing portion because you did do something recently that I want you to talk about that got a lot of attention <laughs> in the boxing world. So I'll start. I'm a researcher at the magazine. So um, basically, everything that a writer for the magazine brings in, we have to fact check it. We have to make sure everything's accurate. And the writer will come to us and kind of gather information. So that's our baseline of what we do. But mm. the great thing working at ESPN is there's always opportunities to do other things. Mm. So I am, I would say I'm a, not a huge boxing fan, but I follow boxing. I, you know, I kind of grew up around boxing gyms, so yeah. I've always been involved, and I, I love boxers I, that sounds so wrong but I, I think boxers are just I think they're just so humble and they're a different type of athlete and they're just different the perspective on sports is different hmm. so I, I like being around them yeah. so I had an opportunity to do a story on Cordell Booker yeah and he's from Stanford Connecticut um, he came down to our gym in New Haven and sparred and that's where I kind of met him and that's mm. kind of the opportunities that I've had being in the boxing world and now I get to write more for ESPN boxing yeah, see, boxing. But yeah, exactly. Boxing is kind of different in that regard, where in terms of like, and we've talked about this because we both cover it, and I've told you about this before. Like, you're very like 
in there personally with them. Yeah. It's not a sport where you have to go through a lot of PR people to get to the team or whatever the case may be. They're kind of their own guy. And, yeah, they have their groups. But, like, yesterday at the media workouts for a fight that we're going to get to later on. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that <laughs> fight. But, um, you know, everybody's like Sean Porter, Deontay Wilder, Bermain Stavern, they're kind of just there. And you could just go up to them, Amanda Serrano, just talk to them, get video, do what you got to do, go to the next person. Like, it's very personable that way. And it makes it, like, one of the more unique experiences to cover. So. And they want it. Yeah. You know, yeah. a few years ago, I think boxing has kind of come back up a little bit. So you're, you're not you're not in that camp of people that think they hate the sport was dying. Brian and I have had this conversation. No, about, the, mm-hmm. the yeah. sport was dying. You did so you no, were okay. No, so you, BBC right. helped it. Yeah, like, the sport I, was dying. Yeah. There wasn't easy access for people to get right. fights, and then people weren't getting the fights that they wanted. And I uh, think um, recently we've seen a lot of really good matchups with fighters. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what point I was going to make, but it's, yeah, I'll agree with you. It's easier <laughs> to get to the boxers, and they want that recognition. Well, when you don't know what to say, agreeing with me is the safe bet. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far. But the access, the access, you're right about that. And just having covered boxing in my career, the access is unparalleled. You will never, there's no sport, I think, like it that right. you find where you'll get that access. So I think for young journalists out there, we can say, hey, if you're looking for a sport to maybe try to break in and make an end, boxing's good because yeah. you can maybe learn how to get good quotes, learn how to interview better and, right. and things things of that yeah. nature. MMA too on that same note. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and that, that too. I'm not a big MMA guy as much as Brian is. Um, I'm not a huge MMA are. guy myself. But um, I used to be hardcore about it. Who, him? I, no, me. Oh, you. I used to be hardcore for like one or two years. That's and not, then that's I got not, really. That's not long enough to be hardcore. No, but, but I used to I mean, watch well, it like religiously. I used to like watch three to be hardcore. Well, it depends. I mean, I'm just okay. I give it. No, no. I was I'll about to break it down seriously. It you, like, for two years. For example, I'll bring this up. My sister. <laughs> yeah. She was a die-hard Jeter fan. For about two or three years, she sat down with her Yankee jersey mm-hmm. every night and watched the Yankees game. And she can like rattle off everything that happened in the in those two seasons. But she, she fell hardcore, off. But she fell off. So is she a Yankee fan? Yes, of course. Okay. Of course. Mm. But, but not to get off subject. It's just like okay. if you dedicate yourself to something, mm-hmm. even if it's for like one or two years, that deserves a little bit of recognition. I don't know if I want to call it diehard, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, I'll we, give it to you. I'm, okay. I'm, more, I'm using the wrong terminology. Maybe more maybe. on baseball later. Also. Well, yeah, more, more on baseball later. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, you are from Connecticut. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's it being like from Connecticut? Because you're from that state that's kind of up there, but New York is just so much better. You know, New York is just way better. Than me being a Brooklyn guy, um, but you have New York roots. Yes, I do. Um, and you have some West Indian roots. Yes, I do. Eastern Caribbean roots, which yes. I like. Barbados. Team Barbados from Grenada, Eastern Caribbean. But let's get let's get back to Connecticut. Oh my goodness, I'm, this is a setup. But Conne- keep going. Connecticut. One hundred percent. What what makes Connecticut great? Is it great? Can we make Connecticut great again? What what <laughs> what's what's up with Connecticut? People ask me this all the time as if I'm supposed to change myself. I was born <laughs> and raised in Connecticut. Like they Connecticut you, they is, pre- <laughs> yes, people have said, like, what's well, in Connecticut? And I'll be like, there's nothing. There, it's not New York. So you don't like being the not spokesperson for your state? You don't take pride I'm in I'm the spokesperson of my state? I didn't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, amongst the people you know, apparently. Like, <laughs> are you go, Do you rep hard for Connecticut? Um, if I'm in Connecticut, because you guys don't know this, but Connecticut has New Haven, yes. which claims Southern Connecticut, yes. which claims New York. Yeah. And then you have Hartford and up. That, they claim New York. That Wait, claims what? Boston. Well, what claim? They claim Meaning 
Meaning, since we're like in between Boston and New York, there's some people that just claim New York or Boston. Like wait, New York wait, teams wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. are Boston teams. Not, not that they're where you're from, but like team But the team she's oh, talking oh, about. Oh, but oh, sure. oh, oh, oh. So you'll see I a lot of people from like New Haven will be Yankee fans. Yes. But if you're, if you're from yeah. Hartford or that North, you're going to be a Red Sox fan. I thought Red there fans. was people in your state talking about, yo, I'm a New Yorker. And things like no, that. No, no, that would never Ooh. fly. Yeah, did that did, you, never did fly. you notice how he was like really about? I know. To I was like, I was about to go full New York. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that at all. But there, if you're from Connecticut, New Haven people, I want to say there's a beef because it's not a real beef, but there's a. There's beef. They don't get along with Hartford people, like well, you know. There's, let it be beef. People stick up for where they're from. Let me find. Let me. That's interesting. But that's you know, beef. you've been to New Haven. You know the places I have are been better than in Harper. You know. I, I have. Like I, I told you before, I was like, I have a friend from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we've spent some time <laughs> going out to New Haven and uh, Hartford. I've spent some time at Hartford. Um, Hartford's Hartford. I'm gonna leave it at that. But if I can say something, <laughs> if I can say something, if you've never been to Connecticut, you come to Which New Haven. Have. Yeah, because it's a it nice is, town. It is beautiful. Okay. You have Yale, and of course, you know Yale is yep. beautiful. Has that old feeling, colonial feel. I'll pass but then on that. you, but then you, you do have a little party scene downtown. Yeah, it was all right. I'm it's not okay. a big partier. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not no, a big No, but partier. you don't have to party. There's bar areas. There's chill but you just areas. mentioned partying. Can I reach trying, out to all Dan, the she's people? Trying to let people know what they, what they like? I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> It, I mean, yeah, can't even curse on here. So, say so, what I want to say. So, <laughs> you're, you're from you're from Connecticut, and another thing we brought up before. Oh yeah. But you are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I've actually met. I've, this is the second Jaguars fan I've ever met in my life. Really? This is yeah, first I've for me. Yeah, I've actually met a Jaguars fan in my life um, before, which. But he lived in Jacksonville sometime. You have no ties to Jacksonville that I am well, aware of. Well, of course. Oh, what, 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 what? Okay. Hmm. Let me tell you my roots here. I was born in Connecticut, and then we spent some time in Jacksonville. So when I Sorry was in kindergarten first and a little <laughs> bit of second, I was in Jacksonville. So the first NFL game I ever went to, I went with my dad. Right. And we went to a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, and ever since then, they've been my team. How tough is that? Thank what, you for asking. What do you mean, how tough is that? I'm, you guys, what, the last time you've been in the playoffs was... You have Blake Bortles as your quarterback. Your what quarterback's you one of the worst quarterback draft picks in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, a lot of talent's been wasted. Uh, your owner, your owner gave money to Trump. Well, okay. how much do you care about? Well, where do we, where do we start? I mean, <laughs> that sounds, where do we start? I mean, so I just caught that last thing you threw in there. The Browns, I wasn't for that. But it's been rough. That's all I'm saying. It has been rough, and I'm not gonna say it's been easy, because I'm loyal, and I, I kind of like being in this situation because then I get to see all the people jump on the bandwagon. When we go to the Super Bowl this year, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Okay. You did not just say that. Yes, I'm gonna throw that out there. That. I'm gonna throw that. Listen, if we didn't have Bortles, right? I'm gonna throw. <laughs> like, if we can get rid of Bortles, our defense is Super Bowl worthy. He's kind of your quarterback. Yo, he, our defense you know what? is I'm Super Bowl worthy. I'm gonna back her up. Their defense is really good, and we have I no love their skill. Oh, hold I, on, hold on, pause. I love their skill position players. Leonard Fournette, Marquise Lee, Allen Hearns, Allen Robinson. If you don't have a quarterback that's competent that's the thing. to get you where you need to be. It's that's like me saying I'm a Knicks fan. Well, if they had Curry and Kevin Durant, they'd go to no, the no, title no, of the but shit. No, we don't Jacksonville, need Jacksonville already has the players. I can't believe we're doing football We just now, can't. So. Exactly. Jacksonville already has the players. If we can get you rid, rid of Bortles. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you what your team could have done. They could have said no to Bortles. And, and they could have yes signed to. yes to Colin Kaepernick. But your owner. But your owner. Gave money to Trump, 
and we, you know, and then locked arms. You know, even though he's a minority, and he did, that, that's just a whole nother. I don't want to get into all that because so let's get in. makes me very upset, and I wanted Kaepernick. Because if we had Kaepernick, I felt like we would have had all the pieces to go deep. Because there's hey. no one, there's no one in our division. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, Deshaun is out. Boom. Texans yep. out. Yeah. Um, Colts Luck, Luck, out. Luck is on the IR for the year. And then we all only have so is Tennessee, awesome. and I'm not really worried about them. So we're out of the division. And there's no team in the NFL right now that is dominant, that is taking the T. So I can gonna, only say about the Eagles or Kansas City. I'm going to let Brian get to, get to his quick last question in the segment. But so you feel, this is so we, we feel this way, and we felt this way in the show, but you feel Colin Kaepernick should have a job right now. And obviously your team would be an ideal Absolutely, favorite. yes. How ridiculous do you think that is that he doesn't have a job right now? Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. We know he's being uh, – we know that it's being finagled by the owners. Well, you can say you play. can say blackball. I didn't. I didn't know what I could say. Well, she <laughs> she was gonna say something else, a word that I was thinking, but we don't have to go there either. No, but what happened was when I was at work, I'm mm -hmm. sure you saw this whole thing about how he was gonna go to the Patriots. Yeah, was, yeah. And it was like it was like yeah, yeah. okay. But when I thought about that, I was like, out of all team no Boston would do that it's like no they wouldn't that's not a real thing but if honestly if that were to happen that would be one of the most historic things to ever happen Boston would be so mad there'd be so oh, many people yeah. mad in the that's stands. why I would like to do it they'd be angry it'd be mad awkward so angry. to ask Tom Brady about that and be like oh he you know we're, we're just gonna play football and they just ask him about Colin Kaepernick being his teammate and they're gonna ask him all the questions that'd be great that'd be great matter of fact yo Robert Kraft do it do it. Sign let's, see, let's see if Tom Brady hangs at um, Make America Great Again hat in his locker. I think he stopped a long time yeah, ago because he's scared. Yeah. Yeah, he knows, he, he knows yeah, himself. He knew. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so you went to UConn. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Boo. You went to Pitt. That's right. I went to a school that has nothing to do with either of y'all, so I want y'all two to fight about this. So y'all have a rivalry. We, we're it's talking not about a this. rivalry. Yes, it was a rivalry. We're calling it a rivalry it for the purposes of this podcast. And before we went on air, you two had an extensive... Uh, Beef. Beef. There's, there's no beef. there's no beef. I'm such a trouble starter. UConn is here. <laughs> UConn at one point was hey, here. Hey, that's beef. Uh, especially Look for women's and men's basketball. We I mean we can't talk about football. We were here, so everyone else we Ooh. just not relevant. Dexter. You know? Wait, we're not relevant. I'm just trying what? to get under Dexter. Your skin. I'm just trying to get under your skin. What conference <laughs> what conference are we playing again? I know, I know, I know. It's the American crazy. Athletic yeah, we Conference. We messed up. We messed up. Yeah. We messed up. Yeah. <laughs> the conference where uh, teams go to die. Yes, seriously, it stinks. It used to be the Power Six, and now it's Power Five, and then we're dangling right here. We're not even dangling right there. We're here. The only thing, just so the audience knows, the only thing that saves her, she's, you know, went to UConn, but, you know, she's Eastern Caribbean sister. <laughs> um, so uh, I give us gave us some love for that. She, she's okay with that. We're going to take... Uh, our first break. When we come back, we're going to mm. talk a little boxing, mm -hmm. and I want to hear some thoughts that Amber has to say about mm -hmm. Deontay Wilder. Some people say that she's a hater. I just want to know what she's got to say. When we return on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite backpack broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t dot pub backslash lic 
backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. What's up, listeners? You know sometimes how it can be hard just to get from point A to point B. Now, when I have to get anywhere and I don't want to deal with the hassle of public transportation, it ain't hard to tell how I get around. I always make sure to use the best car service app in the game. I'm talking about Lyft. Lyft offers rides in minutes. All you have to do is download the Lyft app, request a ride, and you will be on your way quickly. Lyft is all about happy riders and happy drivers. Take a ride with them and you'll see why 9 out of 10 rides end up with a 5-star rating. Lyft always has amazing offers for new customers, and I'm here to tell our listeners about a great offer today. Lyft is currently offering free ride credit to Ain't Hard to Tell listeners. If you are new to Lyft, then you are eligible and getting your credit is easy. All you have to do is download the app and use the promo code AHTTPOD to unlock your free credit today. Ain't hard to tell who is the best car app service. So use the code today and ride out loud with Lyft. All right, we're back on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry and Brian Fonseca, this troublemaker, <laughs> trying to start a fight between uh, Pitt and UConn alums. And we're joined here by Amber Coote, sports reporter at News 8 Connecticut, researcher, writer with ESPN, lover of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but also a lover of boxing. Mm. Um, and so is Brian, so so myself, and you guys have had some conversations about Deontay Wilder, which I told Brian not to let me know about before <laughs> this because I just wanted to experience it and what you guys had to say about it, and then yes. I'd react to it. Yes. So Brian, you want uh, a front row for this? Yeah, Brian can take it away from here because I want to hear what it is you guys discussed. <laughs> I like the, I like the way you're looking at me. <laughs> I, I, listen, listen, I'm waiting because I know it's a setup. We've been, okay, a wait. Setup? Before, 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 before we even get to Deontay Wilder, um, we were texting about this for weeks because we knew that you were obviously going to come, but you and I have been texting like, yo, you would, get, you would say something, and I'll be like, save it for Thursday. <laughs> you would say something else, I'll be like, save it for Thursday. I feel like somebody's about process. to go in. Okay, well, she, she might. But, okay, so here, so let's finally get into it. Um, so I wrote a Deontay Wilder piece, coincidentally, this week. Yep. His fight is coming up this weekend. He's mm -hmm. going to face Bermaine Stavern for the second time uh, because Luis Ortiz, who's a heavyweight champion, who he was going to fight, failed the drug test, and this is the first time, this is the third time that Deontay Wilder's going to fight a top-flight heavyweight, uh, and they get caught for doping beforehand. So I wrote the story about... Deontay Wilder, how he came out at the press conference, and he was basically, you know, lending voice to all that. Him and Lou DiBella were speaking his case, telling their side of the story because he gets unfair backlash for, like, you know, just people think that he fights these soft heavyweights or over-the-hill guys by choice when really there are guys that he's trying to fight that are better and they get called doping and then they're out of the picture. Deontay Wilder still wants to fight him. He jokes that, hey, it would be man versus machine and I would still win, yada, yada, yada. That brings mm. us full circle to here. Uh, I wrote that, and what we were talking about was, you're smiling already. Like <laughs> Somebody's about to go in on something. So, no, I'm not. At that point, I'm not. So Deontay Wilder. Ooh, we had to take it out. OK, all right, get ready. This, I, I, I'm comfortable this way. But Deontay Wilder, <laughs> so you aren't a fan, right? Am I misrepresenting you there? Yes, I, I'm, okay, fine, I'm not a fan. Well, okay. Okay, wait, 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 because I gotta jump in with my question. Yes, please. I want, why 
is Amber not? Why are you not a fan of Deontay Wilder? I'm not sold on him. Yet. Okay. Okay. In that, terms of this is reporter in talk. In terms now. of you Remember, don't no think that he's great as people may say that he is. Yes, correct. Okay, understood. Just wanted to make sure I had that. Go. Go and ahead. I think that he gets unjustly criticized because of those things. I feel like he's the best heavyweight in the world right now. Hey, there we go. Now we got the. Now we, well, now those, we got somewhere. Those who can't see her those face, that, that was the biggest eye roll. So let's so let's get into it. I think to me, to me, to me, he is the best heavyweight in the world. It has been since he won the title. He's 38 38 and 0, 37 knockouts. I thought he would have beat Klitschko. I think he'll beat Anthony. Joshua, I think he'll beat Joseph Parker. I think he'll beat all these dudes. Um, I, see, I'm, I'm, I might, I might be with Team Amber on this one. I don't care uh, because oh. I, I don't. That's fine. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think he'll be Anthony Joshua. I think he will. I oh my god! Will. I absolutely. You can't go off of his last fight. His last fight, Joshua, didn't look great. Why not? That ex- I think sometimes you fight down to your opponent. Deontay Wilder didn't fight great in his last fight either. Neither, of them. but that, but see, that's but that. Let, he was losing to Gerald Washington, and then he knocked him he out. He hasn't looked good in since the. That's run, fine. In my opinion, that's fine. He's had this, like five. This, this he got five. this. It don't matter. Literally, literally, <laughs> that's all he's got. No, no, I yes. disagree. He's actually gotten better as a boxer. Like I feel like since. But what? But but this this you know you know what my whole thing with all of this here is. Who cares? It's the heavyweight division. The heavyweight division has been whack forever. There's like, excitement. Like, who, here's like, the thing, though. Like who has really impressed you in the heavyweight division that I can say, like, you're saying he is the best heavyweight in the world, and that's fine. And I can by him holding the title, I cannot say that you're but wrong. But here's my thing with him. But the whole division is weak. Like, it's, I don't even really pay attention to the division of boxing. That's a big problem. It's hurt boxing. The heavyweight division. I think it's somewhat coming up now. Yeah. I think, I think, jo- really I think Josh was good. Ago. I think Josh was really yeah. good. You don't like him? Uh, Joshua is a complete package. I agree. I think he's a better fighter than Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder would knock him out if I they disagree. fought. That's if he doesn't get knocked out first. No. Deontay Wilder has himself? a better chin than Anthony Joshua has because although he's been rocked a few times, I've seen Anthony Joshua go down to an old Vladimir Klitschko in his last fight who was 40-plus. We haven't you took seen, some hits in that we fight. We haven't seen Deontay go against really big and bad punchers. He's Let's tried. He's, he's tried. tried. No, no, so that's where I come to Deontay's defense. A lot of mm-hmm. people say he's running scared, he's cherry-picking. No, he's not. He's asking. He's asking for – he has an easy pass, basically. He ha- he's had an easy pass, and he's coming up to the toll, and he's saying, listen, I want to pay this toll. I want to get through to New Jersey. And literally, you have Luis Ortiz right. and all these other – what are the two other guys? Publican? Uh, they're both from Germany. I can't pronounce it. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. It's two other guys. Yeah, John. And they're like, no, we'll pay the toll You want to look at the names? Him. I mentioned in the story. Right, but he can't get a fight with them, what you're saying, Amber, and I agree. It's Which not. He should not be – Penalized or criticized Should for that. Not. I'm in agreement with both of you so, on that. So, okay, let's let's. My issue is not yes. with that. Yes, the fundamentals. Let's go. So because I know, I know I know where you're here's, going. Here's my thing. I feel like Deontay. Now pause when I say this because I know it's going to be instant reaction. I think Deontay Waller is a superficial superstar. Not for him. Mm. He is not super. Mm. He's not superficial. The people who watch him are superficial because they look at him. He is redefining the heavyweight division. He's not a slugger. He's not a big boy. He is beautifully cut. He's 6'7". He has a reach, 83-inch reach. He is beautifully carved for hey, the heavyweight division. It sounds like you like some Deontay Wilder. <laughs> he's, a, he's a beautiful specimen, if I had to say <laughs> that. But my, my point is, he's not a skilled boxer. 
What skills do you feel like he's lacking in the ring? He has no balance. <laughs> zero. He has no balance. He has zero balance. I don't know anybody who can argue that with me. He so loads you, up on mm -hmm. his right hand because his right hand is I'll give it to you. He's broken his arm He's twice. He's got a strong right hand. No, which is a concern. He still has the same amount of power. That <laughs> is incredible. But yeah. besides that, he doesn't have great defense. When he agree, throws the right that, hand, that he's, I agree with. He I'm not denying he's it either. Unstable. He leaves himself open, and he hasn't gone against a good counter puncher or um, or someone he can go toe to toe with, like a Joshua. I, see, I agree, and I think when he fights Joshua, because it's going to he's going to beat him. He's going to beat him. I think it's going to be a way because he's somebody I'm with Amber that can counter punch well. Uh, now we know Deontay has a good chin. I agree with you, Brian, on that. Okay. He also has yes. a better jab than Anthony Joshua Plus. does. I'm not yes, he against does. Washington, Washington kept Deontay Wilder, Wilder at, at bay, bay. Yes. with a jab. Yeah. Yeah, but the Eight Gerald Washington, Gerald Washington, Gerald Washington's a skilled boxer. First oh, of all, like he was able because of what he was able to do against. But him. hold on, but is, he, that, is he, he real? Huh? Is, he, is is Gerald Washington for real? No, no. but is, is Anthony theory? Joshua for real? I don't know that. Yes, he is. Why? Because he beat Vladimir Klitschko, who's no, like 41, 42 years old. He still was impressive in that fight. Are yeah. you saying he was? Did you see his last all? fight against Carlos Takama? No, but I, I missed it. But I did. I did see some stuff. It was and okay. He was not impressive. He fought down right. to yes. He fought. I feel like he fought down to that level. But I feel like so. A lot why of doesn't Wilder get that same pass? Because Wilder's done that three times. He's had five passes. But he hasn't. He went against Ariel, who was past his prime. And not by Ariola. choice either. You, no, I'm and not, he I'm destroyed Ariola. He yeah, did what he was supposed to against with one arm. No, no, no. With one arm. No, no, no. With one arm. Or oh, you weren't impressed. You weren't impressed no, when 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 Ariola was punching him in the stomach and Deontay Wilder was doing this and then he finally yes, popped him with an uppercut. Childish, that was hilarious. It was hilarious. And I'll give it to Deontay. <laughs> I don't want to see that gyration ever I really don't. But if you look at his past, YouTube it. Yeah. Listen, I think what we're saying, all of what we're saying here. We're agreeing. There are certain things that we agree on, but I think we can all agree. The heavyweight division is not that impressive. However, it, there's so many. I wanted this fight against Ortiz. It, I just want to throw that. Me out too. There. Me too. Because I really thought Ortiz could give it to. Here's me. here's the thing. I, I actually think, think I think, he had a I think that too. Ortiz is the second best heavyweight ahead of Anthony Joshua because I think Luis Ortiz could beat Wilder. I thought he had a very good shot to beat him in this fight. I would have wanted to see that because to me, he's the best counterpuncher in the heavyweight division. I wanted to see him face Joshua because he has a lot of amateur experience, more amateur experience than Joshua Wilder because, you know, Cuban school boxing. He's like 38 years old, but when you're heavyweight, it doesn't matter as much. I thought that Luis Ortiz would give it to Deontay Wilder in this fight, maybe even beat him, but I think Wilder would have ended up knocking him out late because he did not look good against Malik Scott. Either. I'm not, listen. Remember, I Luis Ortiz, and Lou Bella pointed this out accurately, Luis Ortiz... He kind of struggled in that fight with Malik Scott. I mean, he put him, did he knock him down? I don't remember. But he won a decision, and it was an unspectacular showing, and Deontay Wilder knocked Malik Scott out in the first round. Look, I, look, I think that in the heavyweight division, anything happened to anybody wouldn't surprise me. That's how weak I think the division so is. So you just hate the heavyweight division. I think it's been weak for quite here, some here's time. The th here's like, the thing. Like, what, what heavyweight fight but, am I going to say I'm going to pay my for point. right This now. also makes my point. This right. is why people are so high on Deontay, because it's we're now getting back to American heavyweight. And you want people want people that. No, 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 no. I disagree. So bad I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. No, 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 no. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. I disagree that people are supporting Deontay Wilder that much. 
I actually see the opposite, which is why I wrote what I wrote. Really? I see that a lot of people... Yeah, those are haters. I see a lot of people are damning him and giving him flack for those things I told you about before, settling to fight these other guys that aren't really necessarily top-flight heavyweights when really that's all he could do because the guys that he's fighting are doping. And the heavyweight division would be better if these guys weren't doping than you would have seen Wilder against all these other dudes already. He's the one calling out Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua's not calling out anybody. He kind of... They asked him about fighting Wilder at the end of the fight, and he was like, eh. The money's not there yet. Eddie Hearn wants him to fight Dylan White, who Anthony Joshua already beat. Deontay Wilder's like, get the out of here. Look, I don't care about all this stuff when people talk pre-fight. Oh, I want to see this person. I'll call this person out. Show me when it's done, and people have signed, and the money's on the table, and we're going to fight. If that doesn't happen, I can care less. It was like for years when we talked about Mayweather-Pacquiao. And it took us to watch people foolishly spent their money to watch these two guys pass their prime fight. <laughs> is that is that what's gonna happen here? Did you like, pay for Connor Floyd? No. 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 Oh, hell, I, I watched. Watch it. I watched Miguel Cotto that night. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch it. Either. it. Oh, yeah, you Remember? I watched. I was with. I wasn't with Brian, but I did the same thing Brian did. I watched the Miguel Cotto fight that night, which was a very I good refused, fight. It was a good fight. Yeah. I refused to pay for that trash. Miguel, Miguel Cotto, Saddam Ali, December second. I'm going there. I- I'm gonna cover. I'm gonna cover that. For your Puerto Rican brother. I'm covering yeah. that. I'm, I'm. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a journalist. Yeah, I don't know what you're <laughs> like he isn't proud of Miguel Cotto. <laughs> well, Saddam Ali's from New York City. But back to Deontay Wilder. Back oh to God, the- if you had a boxer from Connecticut, then. You know, <laughs> oh, I'd be. There, there's, First of all, let some. me tell you, Tremaine Williams out of New Haven, Ring One, he's coming up. He's with Rock there Nation, and he's gonna kill it. There okay. you go. Okay. Just be ready. There you go. But back to Deontay Wilder briefly, because I know we got your Connecticut love. Right I know now. we got a break. Okay. I know we got a break because we we, we ain't worried about Connecticut right now. But, but <laughs> see how people come at me. Oh. New York people come at me. Like why? We're not Some even. New York, we're, we're not at your level. New Yorkers. You New Yorkers come at everybody. First of all, we That's come true. at everybody. You'll come at your neck. But you you've handled it well here on the show. I'm from Connecticut. Oh, right? oh. We, hold, we hold our own in Connecticut. He laughed. I'm not even gonna say. But I think. Bad. Look, I think. I'm just gonna let it be. I think. But back to like to 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 make this come full circle. Uh, you brought up an interesting point about Deontay Wilder getting the love from fans, like because they're looking for the heavyweight. And I just don't quite see that. I kind of see more of the opposite, really? which surprises me because I would think that he has all the credentials to fulfill what a heavyweight. You know what people will want in a heavyweight, in an American heavyweight. He's six seven. He hold on, thirty eight and zero with thirty seven knockouts. I read you that record, and if you don't even know boxing, you're like, damn, that's good, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I meant like before he fought Bermain Stiverne the first time in January of 2015, he was I think 32 and 0, 33 and 0, all wins by knockout, four round. rounds or less. Yeah. First round, second round, third round, fourth round. You can say whatever you want about the competition. But he was knocking off guys that were considered to be contenders like a Malik Scott, like Bermain Stavern, who he ended up beating by decision for the title in a fight that beforehand they were saying Bermain Stavern was going to outbox him like easily. And Deontay Wilder lost one round tops and he knocked him down and they didn't call that knockdown. And since he's then, all he's did was. Nature. We got it. We know. He has yeah. all the making. He can only fight. He has everything people. And I've been saying this for legitimately years now because I remember saying this as a college student. Like, he has all the makings to be. Exactly what people want in the heavyweight division in American sports, period. So but people aren't giving him that respect. The, my but question is, why is that? Because people it, don't care. Because casual fans are looking at it like, oh, the competition he's fighting, and whatever, that's fair. whatever. And that's okay. a fair criticism. Why? But he's tried to fight. See, I'm not knocking. I'm people not, don't care about nuance anymore. I'm not knocking. I'm going to go on a whole other tangent. I'm not knocking Deontay Wilder 
or saying that all I'm saying is he can't be elevated into that great status of heavyweights because right. this competition is weak. And that's just a fact. Right. That's like somebody telling okay. me that uh, Margaret Court, because she's won a whole bunch of titles in tennis, is better than Serena Williams. No, she didn't have to no. face the competition Serena Williams faced. So it's not the, it's not the same. Yeah, we brought tennis hey, up. Anyway. I'm a tennis well, I'm just going to, I wanted to compare another individual sport where you go against somebody else, and so that's why I brought up tennis. But my you thing is... go to, like, WWE or something. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to piss off the wrestling community with that. No, I wasn't going to WWE. I wasn't going to that. We talk about real sports on here. Um, hey. <laughs> I know a lot of people that will take you out for that comment. I know. I know a lot of people get offended. No, I, I know a lot I of people get uh, no, offended by that. No, can I make a quick comment Go, go ahead. Yeah. I put ballet at the same level as WWE. They're both great performing arts. Like, they're not... Like they're both great athletes, right? I agree. But with that. they're not real sports. So, so what you're saying is, yes, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Somebody can be great and athletic in something, but that doesn't necessarily make it a sport. Like the difference between that or a competition. Yes. Right. Correct. And and I think sometimes, you know, you can notice that or see that. Um, but I think sometimes people confuse you. I'm with you on that. I, I made that point to a, a wrestling fan, and they almost like lost it. Wrestling fans, I think, can be real sensitive about their sport. Um, it's a sport. Uh, I, I think the wrestling, in terms of what you see in the Olympics, that's a sport. Oh, yeah. I don't think WWE is a sport at all whatsoever. I don't think it's a sport, I respect but I think it's extremely athletic. I respect their training. Right, yes. Um, but that's, that's And all. I wouldn't say it's fake. It's not fake. That's but I just I wouldn't you. put it as a sport. Thank you. There's some... It's a live action Big movie. Elements it's a that. live action movie, but you could say a similar thing about ballet. If you cover yeah. w, uh, w, you should cover ballet. That's my point. Whoa, whoa, Paul. All right, I'll we're going to break. Ballet, and I respect, <laughs> I respect the ballet dancers. Um, we're going to take a break. I'm not covering a ballet recital. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just not doing it. All right. Well, then you get knocked out. Like, you get the strong right from there. Deontay Wilder's winning on Saturday, by the way, by knockout. He's going to knock out the only man that oh. he's never knocked out. Oh. And then after that, he's going to beat Anthony Joshua. Oh, watch. What a, oh, what a shock. Watch. Not only are we the president of the Freddie Gibbs fan club, we oh. also have the president of the Deontay Wilder fan club <laughs> here on this show. When we come back, we're going to talk about Amber running the NYC Marathon and her thoughts on baseball. Baseball season is actually over now. So we'll get her thoughts on that when we come back on the A Hard to Tell podcast. Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow, and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automatically, that's right, auto-magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports. The best new sports web series is here. It's from Backpack Broadcasting, and it's called The Sports Walk. The Sports Walk is a series where diverse sports fans take a walk and share their views at the intersection of sports and society. The entire first season is now available on Backpack Broadcasting's YouTube channel and BackpackBroadcasting.com. See what other sports fans have to say about a variety of issues in the world of sports. Watch all 13 episodes from season one and take the Sports Walk today. All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Know podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca. We are joined by Amber Kuntz. Uh, she's been having a good time here with us from Connecticut. Always repping Connecticut happy. hard. I can't rep anything else. A, 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 a little bit too. Repping UConn. 
too hard for my liking. Oh, um, Huskies. And the Jaguars, too and hard. And the Jaguars. And the Jaguars. But Amber came down here because she is going to be running the New York City Marathon this weekend. I have a lot of respect for people who run marathons. Word. You also ran the Chicago Marathon. Yes, I did. Um, and, you know, what made you, obviously you've been running. Um, mm -hmm. What made you get into running and, and doing a marathon and doing the New York City Marathon in specific? Specifically. I mm. actually, when I was a kid, I saw the New York City Marathon on television. And I remember turning to my mom saying, I really want to do this. And then she said, well, look it up. And I remember being too young. And so it's always been a goal when I got older to do it. But it's always been something mental because I grew up playing basketball and um, tennis. And those are sprinting sports. Yeah. So I am a sprinter by nature. So telling myself nice. to run 26.2 miles, it is. In you high run. school, here, let me pause, let me pause. <laughs> I'm, telling my I'm about to jump on her already. <laughs> because, okay, I ran Chicago when I was in college. I picked up distance running when I got to college because, you know, if you're an athlete in high school and mm -hmm. then you go to college and you don't play a sport, it's like you kind of go through this period where it's like. You're lost. Yeah, Word. Like, what yeah. the heck yeah, do I happened. do with myself? Yeah. Study? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, So studies. I had to find something to do that kept me, you know, me. And so I picked up running, distance running, but nothing like 26.2 miles, maybe 10 miles or a 5K or something like that. And then I joined New York Roadrunners. So I run in the city often, and I wanted to run Chicago first mm. just because I knew it was all flat and it would just be a transition. How long is Chicago? How many miles? It's the same. Same thing. All marathons are 26.2. Oh, okay. It's just the elevation might be mm -hmm. different. Um, so Chicago was just Man, the finish. This guy knows nothing about running. I, mean, I ran cross country for a year and track for four. I don't, I'm I don't know what you're you. talking about. I don't believe it. Yes. I got trophies in my house. Yo, yo. One day. Trophies? One day. Hell yeah. I didn't run out of big score. I think we should do a four. Everybody gets participation trophies. No, no, no. Yes, it was a, I know. It, it was an MVP trophy. I was sent. Watch. I will send you the photo later Did tonight. Did you put the MVP on? The I will see the photo. You got to bring the trophy here. It can be I, 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 I With me holding it. Yeah, we want. We, we want. We want. I wanted a picture trophy. of you at the time with the trophy. Everything yes. else is just. It could just be your word. Huh? It could just be your word. Yeah, like you could, could just be. you could have just got that trophy from anywhere. That's right. I don't like this this ganging up. <laughs> like y'all are supposed to be fighting. Y'all you pit Yukon, like what? You know, unlike other things that go in this country, we can see across oh, differences. Oh, oh. Yeah. Is this your and affirmative action, Dexter? No, it's not affirmative <laughs> action. This is just, hey, we can, we can work together despite the unity BS that we see in the NFL. This isn't that. Maybe we can all link arms and agree on something. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they're not really agreeing on it. Yeah, not really agreeing on anything. Anyways, um, so you got you got to run it. Brian did not know what the marathon was, but now he knows. No, I knew what the marathon <laughs> was. I just didn't know how long the Chicago long was. one was. And I thought it was crazy that of all the things you decided to pick up distance running because you hated distance at one point like you couldn't pick up like boxing or something well i did i, I boxed before. oh that shut me up <laughs> yeah. no, I, knew yeah. that. I used to put on the headgear I, I actually sparred this summer so nice yeah i get in there okay but um <laughs> no away, but the other thing up. the other thing about distance running is if you could tell yourself to run 26.2 miles in a time span of maybe five hours, mm -hmm. six hours, not like the, you know, the Kenyans that do it in like two and a half hours or something like that. Right. Wow. If you could just finish, that is an achievement. Oh, absolutely. And that's a mental strength. Yeah. And that's why I was saying in the beginning of the show, that's why I would want to do it. It's just knowing that I've accomplished that would just, that would make me feel so good. Yeah. To say, hey, you know, I've done it. So, you know, I'm sure you felt great when you crossed the, well, well you, no, you say, I didn't. No, oh, you didn't I, finish in Chicago. So, no, I finished in Chicago, okay. but I, I literally almost died because 
So in Chicago, they kind of bring all the way out to the middle of nowhere. So at that wow. point, I was like, I need to stop. I'm cramping up. I'm not going to finish. And I was like, but I don't know Chicago and no one's out here. So I have to keep going. So literally, wow. I just kept going and kept going because I didn't have like anybody there with me. I kind of just decided to do Chicago Marathon. I had a few cousins out there that, you know, drove me to the expo or anything. But if I really needed somebody, it really couldn't. And so I had to finish. And when I finished and went over, my entire body shut down. Wow. I called out of school for like a week. I didn't wow. go to class for like a week. <laughs> I actually went to the doctor because I'm like, my, the side of my knee, it felt like strange. I don't know if this is good. This is like something <laughs> like why you might not want to run a marathon. Like, yeah. After no. somebody's like, I don't want to I mean, go through it's that. Gonna be, it's going to be terrible. Like, <laughs> it's going to be absolutely terrible. Wow. And this one, this one's going to be even more terrible because Chicago I actually trained for. I did not train for this. So you've been slacking. So what what is your expected what is your, I'm just gonna leave it at that but what's your expected time, what's your expected time uh, for the marathon Sunday Infinity uh, what are you looking to do what's your goal what, I'm what not time giving you a time and I'm not giving you a time because then I have to live up to that and You're if just I don't finish. I'm just gonna finish You're gonna finish I'm just gonna finish guys. so it could be 11 p.m. and we can see you as the last person Heck crossing yeah. the finish line uh, Heck yeah Okay. No. The goal is not to take the subway to the finish line <laughs> and to just get the free medal. That's what I don't want to do. We respect it. So, Brian, okay, I wouldn't even try it. Brian, any interest? See, this no interest in running a marathon? Why would you want to try? I don't run distance, man. It's mental. Get that out of your head. Listen, first of all, I don't have time to be doing marathons either. Yes, like, I don't do. want, no. No, no. Yes, I'm do. a sprinter at heart, first of all. Second of all, I don't even run that much now. I'm not, you know, I do cardio in other ways. I don't really run as much as I used to, so... <laughs> And we can leave it at that. Okay, baseball. Um. Yeah, that, that was really I'm a weird. Big fit, oh, let me go back. I'm a big fitness person. So yes. I used to work out for like two and a half, three hours a day. Mm -hmm. I cut that oh, down yeah. so That's I right. don't do it as much anymore. So I feel like my cardio is good enough to finish. I'll leave it at that. If I don't cramp up and totally Last die. thing, before we move on, last thing I want to, do you feel like people respect uh people who run marathons, this, just the, the training that goes into it, the discipline, um, the, what you have to put your body through on that day, but even before and after, 24 hours before, do you think people respect the work that goes into that? I think, yeah, absolutely. I think people respect it. Are they going to do it? Probably not. <clears throat> but do they respect it? Yeah. Same as boxing. I mean, how do you not respect it? Yeah, we do <laughs> not respect it like wrestling. That's a whole other story. Mm. Um, moving, moving on, baseball is over, and from what I've heard, uh, from Brian, <laughs> that you are not the biggest fan of, uh, of baseball. Now, I know Brian's feelings on baseball a little bit. Uh, Brian was on the Sports Walk uh, oh, yes. series I oh, did earlier this summer, and he spoke about you know his thoughts about baseball and you know the intimidation factors there, and people not liking certain celebrations. You, you're not a big baseball fan. I don't want to put words in your mouth. The season ended last night. Astros won the World Series. Uh, are you happy? Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you even get into that, am I allowed to read the text that you sent me at midnight okay, after the World Series ended? Edited. Edited. <laughs> baseball is so bleeping boring. Tomorrow will be the beginning of the first day. I don't have to hear about baseball. <laughs> Praise, and then there was an emoji there. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, had, I felt some type of way because... Baseball fans have felt okay, some type of way I don't now. Even know how to, I don't even know how to start this because... I like going to a baseball game. I like being in the atmosphere. I love going to Yankee game. I love going to Mets game. I go every year. There is a difference between being there at a baseball game and watching it on television, which Ooh. I will not do. 
because it's boring. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a big baseball fan. It's boring. Boring live. It's too. boring. I think it's boring live. Yeah, it's too. boring. But if you have a drink in your hand, and some fun people. It's fun. Well, now it's fun. I don't drink. So, so well, that makes. That's a lot probably of why. I just find, and it, people are always surprised because I'm a big sports fan, and they're just like, how do you not like baseball? My sister was such a big Yankees fan. I'm just like, yeah. it's watching paint dry. There's a hundred and something yeah. years. There's a hundred and something games a summer, and it goes on forever, and no game is really important to the World Series, and I don't even care. But I cared about the World Series because the Yankees were in it, and then I really didn't care. The only reason why I cared about this World Series is because I legit had money on it. Mm. Legit, because that's how you have to make baseball uh, entertaining. Yeah, that's some. Did you win or did you lose? Well, based on the text message, I lost. Yeah. I was going for the Dodgers. <laughs> I should have known that. Yeah. I was okay. going for the Dodgers. I was for the Dodgers too. And the person I was going against, see, the person I was going against, we always talk about TV shows, and our TV shows we bet on like what's gonna happen at the end. And so our oh, TV shows. This is interesting. Our TV we shows that for ended. Insecure. We should have done that for Insecure. Damn, it's awesome. season three. You should do it. We should. So it ended, so we didn't have anything. And we're like, what are we going to bet on? Mm. And I happened to say, oh, what about World Series? And he said, who's in it? And I was like, <laughs> damn, he's not, he's not into the baseball either. So I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for the Dodgers. He's like, I'll go for the other team. And then he ended up winning. <laughs> he ended up Girl, winning. That's my kind of bet. <laughs> so you just, you, 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 you were. So that's the only reason why I watched last night and the night before to see if I would lose. So you just checked in for the last two games. You're like, I'm here for that. And then that's it. And then I wouldn't even say I watched last night because past when the Yankees, not the Yankees, when the Dodgers went down five nothing, and then there was nothing till maybe the sixth inning. They scored a run, right? In the sixth, I was just like, I don't. Yeah, I tuned out. I, 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 I that shows my interest level. I tuned out and I went to the Knicks. So what was the? That that you was watched choice. the Knicks, Houston. Yeah, I'm a bigger bat. I'm a diehard basketball fan. I've been watching pre, not preseason, but I've been wa I've been watching that more than baseball. Yeah, that's yeah, just of me. Course. I always will that's, go that That's way. what everybody should do. Uh, what was the game that uh, they were just hitting mad home runs? That was game five. It <laughs> sounded that like I don't know anything about baseball. 13 to 12. Um, um, and and Amber's like, I went I to don't to sleep. I went to sleep before the 10th inning started. That shows you how much I can. And I've covered baseball this year. <laughs> like, the Mets and high school. Y'all just, just not giving baseball any love. Well, ba well And I hate to do elements, that, but I just don't. Certain elements of baseball aren't really that diverse and inclusive so oh we yes could, and i agree we with could you. also and then the whole issue yeah. last year with flipping mm. the bat i was like yeah let's flip the bat i said let's make it more exciting then they I'll, had an issue with it i was like well certain people and certain people in the game had an issue have an issue with issue with it and i found that to be problematic if you hit if you hit listen it's hard to hit a baseball and you can hit that 450 mm -hmm. feet. Let me tell you something. If I was good enough to hit a base, they would hate me in the major leagues. Because I'd be staring, <laughs> Yo, but this I'd be staring is... at my stuff. I'd be doing all kinds. Of, I'd be moonwalking around the bases. They would hate <laughs> me. Yo, but this is my thing, though. And not to go off on this little soapbox, but a lot of people who are watching sports and things like that, that they hate that people are celebrating touchdowns, celebrating home runs, right. they would do the same things if they had 2% oh, of, of their course, talent. Of so I don't want to get. And some of these people say this, and they have kids, and they take their kids to like little league games. And yeah, some of these shut parents, up. Some of these parents are worse. All of you. They're, shut they're, up. they're horrible. They're horrible out there. Honestly. Um. So okay. So no, no, no love for baseball. Who are your other teams? We we know that you like the Jaguars. Uh. Are any well, other give teams me you work for? give me like a sport. Uh, baseball. 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 baseball you know I'm Yankees. Ah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basketball <Bad> idea. <laughs> Listen, my grand, you know, grandparents like love baseball. So uh, I grew up with. Makes sense. You know, my grandparents watch every Yankees game. 
Uh, well. And they're Jeter people, and my sister's a Jeter person. So I'm uh, Yankees, okay? It is what it is. Basketball. I'm going to say this, and you guys are going to judge me. Oh, let's do it. More than the, Jagu- more than the Jaguars? <laughs> I almost picked up the mic. Let me, it, let me take you back. Let me take no, you back. Remember? I just want to say you might not be alone because uh, our producer, okay. Matthew Finese, he's a jazz fan. He's rocking he has a jazz, a jazz hat. hat. Our assistant I respect producer, you. Respect uh, Matthew Panico, he also is a Wizards fan. So we, it's, it's always interesting. Uh, Christina, we have, I have my friend Christina who's here uh, watching the podcast. Christina, do you follow any basketball team? Not your, hey, your wait, former, Nick former Nick fan? Former Nick fan? I am a diehard Nick fan, and I watch. I don't watch because I need my health to be intact. Okay. <laughs> so, so, folks, so if nobody can hear, she's a former Nick fan. <laughs> That's the answer I want. Like myself, I, I've acknowledged, I said on the show, that it's going to take years off See, my life. You've got to quit. I'm um, telling so you. Christina's a former Nick fan. She now has abandoned That's that. Funny. Anyway, I'm sorry. So I'm just letting you know you're among diverse company. And Brian is not, does not have a team. So... Who's your team? Well, I'll give you a little hint. I was a fan of the Knicks last year for one year, and that's it. Now, I'll back up. I'll back up because if you remember. <laughs> what? Dexter you know, just backed away from the microphone. I said, no, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't a bandwagon because you guys weren't going anywhere. Oh, so you might be a Derrick Rose fan. <laughs> I am a Derrick Rose fan. Ah, I follow I Derrick Rose. But I have ah. to give my reasoning. That's Remember in the NCAA tournament, there was a guy in Memphis where it came down to he had to make one free throw shot, and he like missed all three and he lost? Yeah, national championship. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I'm going to be a Memphis fan. So you're a fan forever. of him out of pity? No, 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 no. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. A few years later, I saw Derrick Rose come to Memphis, and yes, I was, was in awe. I was in awe of the way he played. And I tailored, when I was in high school, I tailored my entire game around Derrick Rose. He was my favorite player. Favorite player. Oh. So I, I told myself, wherever he goes, I'm a fan of that oh, team. God, so, one of these fans. But this is, this is <laughs> this, I'm at the point where I can't, I'm not a Cavs fan. I cannot be a Cavs fan, but I'm wait, rooting wait, for Derrick Wait, 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 wait. I can't be a Cavs fan. I love how unconventional this is. Wherever he goes, Because I, I hate being a bandwagoner. But remember and I Joe, feel like if I, I become wait, a... Hold on, but remember what Joe Kim Noah said about Cleveland. Does anybody really like Cleveland anyway? So I don't blame her for that. But here's, here's my thing. I feel like a bandwagon is a person that jumps on a bandwagon when they're doing well. Right. Okay, fair enough. Cleveland's doing well. Cleveland's doing well, well which well, is why I don't want to jump but, on a bandwagon. But, but when he came to yeah. the Knicks, you act like Carmelo was going to do something with him. <laughs> Wait, when Carmelo came to the Knicks? Or no, when? and when Carmelo was going to play with Joakim and Derrick Rose last oh, year. You well, act like I, they were going to do something I, I'm going to say this, and you don't, you don't even know, but I actually thought last year the Knicks, foolishly, we're going to do something. Wow. And then, you know, by January, I realized the error in my ways, and I was pretty disgusted. <laughs> and, you're getting, you're getting. Um, yeah, I was disgusted. I don't have anything else but to I say. But I feel like you guys this. are going through a cleansing. Like, you, oh, had, absolutely. you had to get rid of Mello. <laughs> yeah, we had, had to. to go. I, I, Brian knows I was supportive of this. They had to. Brian, what? Uh, what I need But they to, didn't get anything back, which was the problem. Uh, they probably weren't going to get much back. But what I really need to do is I need to do what my friend Christina is watching the podcast here is and probably remove myself from the Knicks, okay. save some years of my life with stress and other stuff so that, you know, I'll be better. I'm getting older. I can't be, I don't stress him as much as I used to, but look, look, see, look at Brian. See how he's chilling over here? He has no team. He's not worrying about anything. I grew up a Jet fan. Well, you know, paying them too. And I quit uh, in 2014. <laughs> yes, you can. 
I, I don't believe. First you. of all, first of all, first of all, diehard like super super diehard fandom is overrated to me. Um, it probably is. I can't even disagree. Because with that. it's like it costs money and you give off like this is it's stressful. Not money, and it's just first of all, the, the whole reason why I'm not a fan of the Jets, not to turn this like you know whole like oh, mad serious oh or whatever, but um, I don't rock with Woody Johnson mm-hmm. and how they treat how the fans treated Geno Smith, who we know is obviously of you know. He's black, and how they, you know, regardless of whether you think he's good or not, they kind of treated him a certain way, and they wanted like Matt Sims to play, and they wanted—I just couldn't rock with the fan base. So I was like, no, y'all know. could, yeah, y'all could deal that. with never winning a Super Bowl until the year three thousand one, when we're all, in, <laughs> when we're all in heaven, you know, all that stuff. I can see that. We'll I see. I agree with you. All right. So basketball. Uh, did we touch any other teams? That, hockey. Uh, hockey. <laughs> Do you watching hockey? I'm gonna go to my first hockey. Um, professional hockey game. Who are you going to see play? I'm going to see the Rangers. Good, 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 good choice. Well, well, not this year. Not this year. They're like four or seven, aren't they? Listen, it's the it's still early. It's still it's early. early. I only know that because Mike um, told us earlier. Any, is there anything else? The soccer? Oh, don't ask me about soccer. No, I, I don't know anything about soccer. Okay. I want to. Like whenever, whenever <laughs> America goes against another team, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Well, you won't see that. You USA. USA. Does a Connecticut have a soccer team? Uh, we do. New Haven. New Haven. New Haven was really good. Yeah. Wait. I can't what? give you any details. New on Haven's that. team is what? What are they? They the um. It's escaping me right now. See, nobody cares about Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let that slide because we're, we're, at, we're slide. at the end of we're at the end we're at the end of the road and I can't I could only give so much. To but you're, you're, my what, what I will say is you're kind of like uh, our producer Matt, where your teams are very much all over the place. You got a team here, you got a team there, so you, which is a good I thing. I think the you're key all, is we're loyal. We stick with our teams. Can't, so, can't say oh, that that's about a everybody. Shot, that's a shot. Can't of the say that about everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I, t- I was like, oh. my beard, and I'm like, wait, what are you talking I about? I can't say that about you. I can't say <laughs> yeah. that about everyone. She was talking about you. Loyalty is overrated also. Uh, in some aspects. In sports or life? Yeah, like, if we go into a life thing right here, that's what I feel like we're doing. Well, I'm not talking about, like, life. I'm talking about, like, just loyalty to a fan base and no, players and things like that. Yeah. Because if you're, look, Do you want to let something out? Look, if you're loyal to some, like, let's say you're, let's say you're a fan of X artists, right? and they get arrested for something like domestic abuse you're supposed to ride with them and be loyal with them like you know throughout all that and i mean get... i mean people ride been riding with r kelly for a long time i don't agree with that but people do it and i don't agree with it and i think that's quite ridiculous so i'm with you i hear what you're saying do you think i would love do you i think you would ride with freddie Gibbs? <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I can't. I, I have not yet been able to tap into the logic of people who do that. So Freddie Gibbs might do something that's totally messed up. Well, the not reason why I brought it up is because he had the rape case. I was but, going he to was, say, uh, but he, he was, was acquitted, acquitted because he didn't do it. He didn't and even was hug the girl. Right. But what I'm telling you is, do you think? And you're gonna say yes. You're gonna say yes. You're gonna say yes. I don't know what you're gonna say. But if he actually did the rape case and was spending time in the jail in Austria right now for however God knows how long. Do you think I would still be riding with him? Knowing you as a person, I would say no. Oh. Yes. Even though you do love Freddie Gibbs a little bit too deeply. I think you would hate him as a person. His music. But his music music you would still listen to. But here's the thing. Like, in some cases, you can't really separate the art from the artist. I feel like in those cases, you should be able to. I happen to. Like, like with Chris, like, a lot of people don't do that with Chris Brown. Yeah, but, but men... 
men in general get a huge pass for some of this bad behavior that they've done, whether it's in sports or music. Um, and people like to try to give him passes and say Chris Brown has got that, or Kelly has got that. It's shameful. Yeah. But we, we're, we're not here for that. Yeah. So we're not here for that. We got to go. We want to thank Amber. I know, I know, it was so short. <laughs> we had a, you had a good time. We was getting into it. We was about to get on you some more about you hopping teams and liking the Jaguars. I wanted to hear more about you guys because you guys just came on top of me all day about Connecticut. Yet, when was the last time you guys were in Connecticut? Exactly. I don't want to hear no more. I was there last week. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, damn. That's actually true. <laughs> for true. business. Yeah. You need to come up there to like Wait, enjoy people pleasure? People go there for pleasure? I'm there. You gotta come oh, visit me. We, we will gladly come and visit you. You guys are rude. You see them? You see them coming at me? I'm trying to give Connecticut a good vibe. Come see the leaves or whatever, you know. Come the see foliage. the leaves. We got Listen, leaves when, in New York. When you gotta tell They're people all to come, on the ground. Say, come it's not like New England foliage. When you gotta say come and see the leaves, it's time for us to leave. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Amber, thank you. We want you to keep up the great work. Deontay Wilder, Saturday. Uh, we also want to wish you, <laughs> wish you luck in the marathon. Thank you. And we thank hope you. that you finish. I'm going to go for under five hours. <laughs> you want to put some money on that? Nah, I'm not going to put like any to money on money, that. I like to bet money, clearly. No, 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 no. no. I, will not, I will not put any money on that. What, what, when does the marathon start? What time? I start at 10.15. 10.15. I think it starts at 9. I'm nine, the second wave, guys. Nice. Green wave. You know what that I means. Think, Go. Okay. We're not stopping anytime soon. Okay, so you're you're saying five hours? Yeah, I'm going five hours. I'll go Tuesday night. That's messed up. That's real messed up. That's real messed up. You know what, Amber? You I'm going to do it in two hours and 30 <laughs> minutes. I'm going to break a whole different way. No. You might break down. I don't know about <laughs> that. But, Amber, we, we, wish, we wish you luck. Uh, we, we thank you for coming on, being a guest. We'd love to have you back. And we will try to visit Connecticut. Y'all ain't gonna do it, but go kick. Wow. Oh. Okay, I am going in January. No faith. Yeah. Matt and Matt will. Matt, nah, oh, even our producer Matt. Any, Connecticut, anybody? I was anybody riding with you with the jazz hat, you kidding? Nah, no, <laughs> Connecticut is not, you know what? Matt, we, you'll we, fit right in. We will say that we love, we love, so <laughs> we, <laughs> we will say that we love, we love, love Connecticut. Connecticut. Uh, we thank Amber again. Uh, thank you everybody for listening, watching. Uh, this episode of the A Heart Cell Podcast. More to come next week. The, the guests just keep getting better. And so do we, hopefully. And hopefully we keep getting better. We thank you for watching listening to this episode of the A Heart to Tell Podcast. Ready to give some next month.